Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, I Totally Relate. I'm Rissy. And I'm Shelves. And we hope you guys can totally relate. Okay, so here's the deal. This is how it started. So Shelby and I, we like to Marco Polo a lot. That's how Mm. we do a lot of our meetings. Do you know what Marco Polo is? Yeah. So we Marco Polo a lot. That's how we do our meetings. That's how we like share our ideas and like really do a lot of progress for the podcast. So I had just got done running one day. So I'm running like on the trail in American Fork. And while I'm running... You just went out running? Oh, yeah. It's very dangerous and I don't... (laughs) Did you have a gun on you? Dude, no, but I did keep one ear... What if you had got attacked? Yeah, it's scary. Okay. I I literally I literally come home from running and Tim's like and Tim's like, How was your run? I'm like, Well, I didn't get raped or abducted, so I guess it was a good run. I'm like, I'm good. So anyway, so I'm running on the trail and one of the songs that you sent me comes on my playlist because most of the songs you send me I really like and I put them on my playlist. So I'm running and all of a sudden the song comes on and I don't know if you know, but like running is my therapy. It's so good. It's like amazing. I don't even know that you ran. Oh, yeah, dude. I run. Look at this bud. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm running and a song that you sent me comes on and I'm listening to the words. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is so intense. It's so powerful. And I'm like, mm. we got to have Tyson on the podcast. Like, we have to sit down with Tyson and talk about songs and music. And so, I, so then I like hop on Marco Polo and I'm like sweaty and like bright red face. I'm like, Shelby. <sighs> <laughs> we gotta talk to Tyson and she's like oh okay okay <laughs> so and then I texted you and harassed you for a little while yeah but do you even remember what song it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was an NF song oh I'm also sending you NF or MGK because it's a little and Keith Wallace he's sending Keith Wallace it's a little um softer wait what's yeah. MGK is that the who's Machine Gun Kelly yes okay MGK Okay, hence. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, he's dead but, now, not in real life, but he's like a pop star or something. Oh, no. Yeah, I, he I ruined think... his own career and then blames it on Eminem. Oh, yeah. Okay, side note. Eminem did school MGK in a rap battle. Oh, really? Yeah, and he kind of destroyed Who goes him. up against Eminem? You are MGK, a fool. apparently. You are a fool <laughs> if you go up against Eminem. So I have a lot of Eminem on my playlist, too. And I literally, like, But NGK's raps are tight, dude. I don't know why everybody hates on them. They are, yeah. The ones that you sent me, I mean, I feel like they're very deep, very heavy. Okay, so anyway, so we we got to talk about songs. So I, I feel like, and I've said this, I think I've said this to you before. It's like a love language, right? It's like uh, I hear a song and it, like, moves me. I'm just like, oh, I got to send this to Tyson. And hmm. I text you a song or you text me back a song. I thought it was something special between us. And then I found out that you actually share <laughs> songs with a lot of people. I'm like, oh. So it's not just, like, our special thing. It's, like, your connection with a lot of people. Is music. Yeah. So, so I want to talk about that. Because you don't send, like, Britney Spears, like, let's have a dance party songs. You send songs that are like, oh, shit. Deep. Yeah, like that's really saying something. Yeah, I've been told that my music's depressing before. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's what's so cool about music, though, is like the ability to evoke emotion for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like 
Because music, for as long as I can remember, it's been big in our family. Like where yeah. dad is a guitarist, mom and him. Dad's like, a musician. Yeah, dad's a musician, fully, like, encompass the word. But, um, so I feel like music was always big for us. Um, I mean, even, do you remember the refreshments? Okay, big so that was one of the things I wanted buzzy, to talk about. Mike started buzzy. that movement, dude. Yeah. yeah, that was something I literally wanted to bring up, was the refreshments. Really? Yeah. That's, like, honestly, one of my first memories of falling in love with music like I yeah. remember as kids which song just, um okay down together obviously obviously that like, one is so good um but what's the one where so put the sugar in the tank of the sheriff's car deputy size won't give their refund yeah. oh my gosh that song is yes. so good but what's the other one too where uh, like it's a sucker punch one? Oh yeah mm-hmm. the sucker punch is li- literally the name that's the name of the song mm-hmm. okay yeah so I tried to show Justin that entire album thinking that he would think it was just as enlightening as yeah it was and he was like shelby change the song and i was like so offended yeah but (laughs) anyway nada what about nada i think it's the last song and i'm just like literally could cry because i'm like it's so good yeah Yeah. no but that it's funny because i mean i think i've always thought that music is important but when you talked to me about wanting to talk to tyson and like the communication of that i'm like oh yeah like actually that is the gift of music, right? Like that feeling of emotion evoking and uh, for me, unity, maybe feeling seen in yeah. some ways. Yeah. A lot of times I hear a song and I feel like, wow, somebody just got inside of my head and they wrote that mm. down. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like that might be kind of how you feel too, where you're like, wow, somebody really said, and they could be talking about a completely different experience and yet it's still... Yeah, right. I feel like that all the time. Like somebody says something, and I was like, "I wish I said that" or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah. You stole my line, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all these copycats is going after Tyson. Totally. That's Roger Klein, by the way. What? The refreshments. Guy. Oh yeah. It's Roger Klein. So he wrote the theme song for King of the Hill. Oh yeah, yeah. King of the Hill is from the refreshments, and yeah. even in the credits, it gives credit to refreshments on every episode. Wait, I didn't know that. And that's, that's why King of the Hill is my favorite show. Yeah, King of the Hill is actually really. I did great. not know you like Tim is obsessed. I've seen every episode. Okay, so Tyson, I need you to take us back to the first mm. day, the first time you heard a song, and you were like stopped in your tracks or it meant something to you or like the first time you heard a song and you felt like moved by it when was that what song was it i don't even know no you do you told me already stevie ray vaughn is that who it was well yeah well i listened to him when i was little that's actually the first cd i ever bought but probably the most powerful song like i grew up and i was listening to like godsmack and corn and i like that kind of stuff oh, or yeah. whatever a little oh, yeah. bit but like probably the first time like that kind of opened my eyes to like the real world was like i mean you gotta say tupac was for real though yeah mm. yeah what yeah. tupac song probably all eyes on me the whole album oh that is a really good album yeah okay what but age then, are you besides that though that was like freshman year in high school or whatever but then i start digging down some rabbit hole or whatever and you start listening to like you think some shit's cool about dealing drugs and all this stuff but then i start finding like all these different artists as you go on and they talk about 
the struggle of what these guys are talking about and how to like fix your life and not like that shit ain't cool. Like the shit on the radio or whatever, like you dance to it or whatever, but those yeah. those guys are talking a bunch of nonsense, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like objectifying women, doing drugs, we're having parties all the time. I feel like that's kind of like how R&B or how rap kind of gets presented to the world. But then you hear some of these songs that are just like whatever track on the album. And you're like, True. well, yeah, and oh you, my talk, you talk to like yeah. a typical white guy at the same time. And that, that's what they think all the music is. But it, they, they don't even listen is the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, when you're listening, what do you hear? I hear what they're speaking about. That's why I only listen to certain artists. You know what I mean? Yeah. You hear the story that they're telling yeah and even some of the stuff i can't even relate to it dude but at the same time it's like you gotta you gotta feel where they're coming from you know what i mean because like some of the people i listen to are a little political or whatever and i don't even believe on like the side they're in but at the same time they're standing by what they believe at the same time you know what i mean yeah oh my gosh i would love like what do you mean political i'm super political so i want to <laughs> know what you mean well i'm not political i know you're not but i am so like what like what do you mean like, I don't you know if you're, you can go down any road, dude, abortion or something. If you forward or against it, you stand by what you believe in. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, whatever you're talking about, dude, if you're talking about what you believe in or if you're just talking about making money, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little bit of that truth bomb underneath there. Something that I think is, it's interesting that you said that, like where, a lot of like R&B or rap is delivered on a level that almost feels inappropriate on, on mm-hmm. some things. But when you hear it, there's a lot, there's a lot different meaning, especially when. Well, some of it's just meant to dance to or something. Oh you know yeah, I mean? absolutely. Yeah. Some of it is just fun and funky and groovy, but there is so much poetry um, Ooh, deep yeah. within like R&B music. I think more than. Most other categories, too. I would agree with that statement. Me, too. So I watched a documentary. Of course, I don't remember the name of it, but it was on Netflix, and it was about um, the 90s, and it covered, like, Tupac and... Easy e Yes. Cube. Like, I remember, I remember that, but that was not, like, the details. Like, I didn't remember that they're, like, the story or whatever. Yeah. But um, Tupac, you know, his lyrics as a kid, you just kind of don't really understand it. As I get older, I think that with age comes wisdom. You can see other people's perspectives more than at least what I could see when I was younger. And I see that Tupac was talking about his life. There were people that were relating to him, like he's speaking to the abnormal or the underdog or... um, Or his mom. His mom. (laughs) What's crazy is that that's very relevant to today. Mm. That was what, the 90s? 1993? Yeah, he was young at the time, too. He died young. Yeah. yeah, he was really young. You know what's funny is I don't even really listen to him very often, but when I do, it's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. It's timeless. Absolutely. Which I, I don't think, think that... you normally hear that about rap songs. Totally. But he was very timeless. Well, I don't know. You go down the street and talk to some typical white guy, dude, and he's diehard ACDC or something, dude, <laughs> and what what the fuck are they talking AKA about? AKA our dads. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, what are they? What are they standing for, and what are they representing, and what are they doing? Yeah, they ain't doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like all cool, and everybody talks shit on like the music nowadays or whatever. But the guys talking shit on music nowadays, 
the music back then was about cocaine and hookers and fucking having a great time and yeah so what's the difference true except for when you listen to the radio and that's what they're talking about nowadays but you dig deep and there's all kinds of stuff there's all kinds of music everywhere yeah i mean goddamn timmy the teeth dude timmy (laughs) Timmy the the teeth teeth. (laughs) behind the computer right now making sure we all our producer okay so (laughs) i talked to my ex like not that long ago dude and then we i mean i don't want to talk no shit or nothing but anyway she sent me like a one of the Timmy's songs, and then she's like, this is on my top ten most played, and it's one of Timmy's songs. What song is it? I don't remember. Just straight up out of my I curiosity. I could prove it to you if I didn't turn my phone off. Okay, it's fine. We'll put but it Tim in the show Tim makes tight music, dude. <laughs> we'll, we'll tag it in he the does. show he's a, he's a storyteller, for sure. You mentioned that you only listen to certain artists. I wanted to know why. Like, what is it about these artists that you are relating well, to? In reality, you only listen to certain artists. You only mm. buy from certain people. You only do the Ooh, kind I'm of gonna, music that you like. I'm going to disagree with that, though, because I think that, like, I listen to so much. Because I listen to so much what Spotify recommends to me on my playlist. Mm. So I don't filter. Th- if you I'm just looking to for something specific. whatever they pop in your ear? Yeah, sometimes. I also like a lot of, like, techno beats, so. Oh, my God. Um, okay, no, no. I, I love this question. The question I had written down that I think that ties in. What? No. What you say? You are so, no. <laughs> I didn't you hear so you. You are so full of love. There's no way. <laughs> okay, so the question I had written down that I think ties to this was, yeah. who did you who did you used to listen to versus, like, who you listen to now? Like, what? who are the artists that you feel like, wow, you're really speaking truth or making a statement or, like, even Resonating today, like, you're, you're wearing a shirt of somebody, like, you just want to support. Like, who are well, those people? Well, when I was younger, I listened to a, a lot of garbage or whatever, and then... A lot of the guys I listen to nowadays are like older men, like my age or older, mm-hmm. that have been through whatever, and then they've kind of changed the way they make their music, and they talk about growth or yeah, self help and yeah, mm-hmm. like Keith Wallace, you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Please let's talk about Keith. You Wallace. reach one, you teach one. Yeah. Okay, how did you find him? Because I literally tried to print he's off lyrics. He's all over, dude. Like, most of my friends, everybody knows who he is. Like, Is he local or? No, he's from Florida. Oh, Florida. Okay. Okay, so most of the things that you send me are like a, it's basically like a, a cell phone video of him. Perfect. Thank you. Doing like, and, and it's even like, not even a song. It's just like a so, on-the-spot freestyle, right? Like, yeah. This is what he, he doesn't does. doesn't have any albums that I know of. What? But he's. Featured on other people's tracks. He should have his own and, albums. Um, he he's just only famous from um his homemade freestyle videos is pretty much where it comes from. Wow. So how? But literally, how did you find him? I think Goose told me about him. Goose. Mm, a little gooey. But he's um <laughs> he's just like YouTube famous or whatever. You yeah. Know what I mean? oh, okay. All right. He's like the Justin Bieber that never made it, you know? Yeah. He came from YouTube and then never went nowhere. He has a lot of songs about the where he references God. Even the one that you sent me today was like, who is God, right? Is that what it, the song He's is? Um, pretty religious, but he's not a religious rapper. Yeah, he's very... I and would, I'm not very I would religious say spiritual. either. Yeah. But he just... 
like do good or whatever. Like yeah. I don't know, you know what I mean? Mm. Well, the one song you sent me was Breaking Point. Yeah, that one's pretty. Tight. And that one is like that one actually has like a music video. Yeah. And he like and shares. And Hopeful's a pretty good one. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. I think you sent me Hopeful too. And he has like, those are probably his best music. Actual videos. Yeah, the rest of them are like. Just but you can't a cell like phone video. That you is can't like, even download those like on Spotify or yeah iTunes or whatever. Like they're not even like a real song. Yeah. Mm. So even he, though it's a whole music video. Yeah. That that yeah. literally blows my mind. It's very powerful. Like it's not like one of his freestyles where he's sitting in his car. Like it's like an actual song. Yeah. And the only way that you can watch it is on YouTube. Right. It's not available anywhere else that I know of. Yeah. No, I tried. I literally was, like, trying to find it's it so real. I could be prepared for this interview. Yeah. And I could not find it. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Well, then look him up. Keith Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> so he he does talk about God a lot. So I wanted to – and you've sent me a couple. And I was, like, kind of surprised. I'm like, wow, Tyson like sent me the song about mm. Breaking Point. And he does kind of talk about God a lot. And so I wanted to know, like, what does God mean to you? Oh, that's a good question. Anne Lamott, she is a she's a famous author. She says like God is just a nickname for a feeling. Yeah. Which I completely can relate to. I feel like God is really like the collective of all of us. It's not like an, a single individual. Mm-hmm. And of course it's just my my feeling. But I wanted to know, like, a lot of the songs that you've sent me kind of reference God a lot. And so I wanted to know, like, what that's does God mean to you? A lot of the songs I lift I listen to reference God. But it's funny, it's like, I'm not religious, like, yeah. Mm. everybody knows that. Yeah. I don't know, tell you the truth. I actually it's don't like, think God um, is religious either. It's different. If you would have asked me 15 years ago about God, I would say God's a reason for people to act good. It's yeah. just an excuse. Mm. Yeah. Someone's watching you. Yeah. You be yeah. Your best behavior. Yeah, you're going to get in trouble in the yeah. long run. Yeah. And then I, I was like hardcore atheist when I was young, younger. Like, I don't even believe in that shit. But I, fuck, I don't know. I don't even like to talk about that shit. Those are my beliefs. Your belief is you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not a religion, but I believe in God. Yeah. But like, what does that mean to you? Like, I don't think it's a person. I think it's like the collection of all of us. Yeah. What's- so so growing up obviously in Utah County, you are heavily surrounded by this loaded meaning of God. Yeah. Um and well, Mormonism. Yeah. Like yeah. where and like Yeah, but I'm sure different parts of the world are the same shit. Well, absolutely. Like it's it's definitely based on like region. Like there are definitely like, like the more Bible dominant belt. Yeah, sure, absolutely. But when I started learning more and more about meditation One of Keith or, Wallace is um one of Keith Wallace's um, words is um, not everybody's a Muslim or a Christian. Honestly, I don't know what the difference is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, seriously, though, what's the difference? Well, you yeah. You believe in what you believe, dude, and people fucking go to war and kill each other and hate each other over this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the story is very similar. Like, growing up as a Mormon, I thought, oh, we have, like, a very specific story we believe in. Mm-hmm. And then once I left the religion and I learned about other religions, I was like, oh, my gosh, you're telling the same story with, like, a little bit different twist on it. Like, it is a very... Oh, yeah, very but go bring those guys back to your family, dude, and they're going to hate on them because they're not the same religion. I mean, what? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, the religion is is pretty loaded for a lot of people. Something that I thought was was super interesting is so I don't super love the term God myself. Like it doesn't super resonate with me because mm-hmm. I think of a Christian related ideation of him. And yeah. for me, like when I started um, learning and studying meditation and yoga and like Eastern principles, there's this really beautiful idea that if God is the ocean, we're all cups from that ocean. And one day, like the waves, we return back yeah. into that water and I liked that idea because I do think that there is a part of us that is innately good and spiritual there's something that does resonate within us so there's this belief where it's like we are a part of the collective but we are also an individual yeah and so for me that's kind of like what God is is that ability of like hey like we're all in this together like our struggles our triumphs our stories like create a collective consciousness and for me, that set point is joy, love, like that highest vibration. Yeah. That's like my image of God. But it comes from a maybe like an underlying or pulling of something more like this idea that we're here for a reason maybe resonates within me. And I feel like a lot of the songs that you share, Tyson, have – have that in some way and the songs that you send me hit me on that level like for example nf like you introduced me to him yes this amazing like christian artist uh who's a rapper and the things that he sings about like i feel very like relatable i feel very seen by him i also uh specifically his is it therapy session is that what the song is called yes um that's the name of the whole album Oh, but is that the name of the it's album? The, name of the, album. He also the whole has a cool song. thing about NF is oh. like he like is so out of my genre. But he relates to like Wait, why is I he I mean everybody why is he lives life, dude. If you don't have personal struggles and you're fucking lying to somebody, right? Well, you're you're numb and you're delusional if yeah. you think that you don't have personal struggles. But like why is he out of your genre? Why is NF out of your genre? I, like, think of NF, and I think of you specifically. Well, so when I, I was wanna... growing up, like, in high school or whatever, like, I'm talking about BG, Lil Boosie, Brother Lynch, fucking Looney Coleone, like, some crazy-ass, like, real-life gangbangers, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. NF is not a gangbanger. Uh-uh. Yeah. He's, he's... not black. Uh-uh. He's white. Yeah. He abides by his religion. He's... Yeah. He references God. He's, like, nothing time. that I grew up on. Yeah. He's what I've grown to, like... I don't. Oh, I, I like that. Yeah. I think he's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that. NF you know what I mean? Is... And he's not like my favorite, but he's like in my top five. Goddamn. Yeah. He's hella cool. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, he's so. He good. speaks like what he really feels, and he's not even worried about making money or whatever, dude. Uh, so a lot of my favorite people, dude, they're they're not even considered music. They're considered a movement, dude. Like MGK was considered a movement. Yeah. Um, NF's considered a movement. Keith Walsh, Keith Walsh, look him up on, just Google his name or whatever. He's considered a movement. Yeah. COS, dude. The most unknown, he's my favorite guy, dude. COS, so what does that stand for? You've sent me some of his, like the intro to COS the criminal, dude. He's just a criminal of sec. He's, he's hella cool. He's my favorite artist, hands down. And then I don't even send videos or music to you guys because it's like, I feel like it's a little out of your realm or whatever, but. (laughs) 
You You're reading I mean? the room. <laughs> he helped. He helped me. Uh, he saved my life. Cos did. Yeah, Why? through music. Saved my life. How? Is he taught me as I grown because he was a little bit older than me and he grew. Well, what does what does that mean though? Like, what did, what he, did teach he teach you? you? Uh, you? You could listen to him, and I don't know. I can't really explain that answer. Try. No, you can. You can. Just try. What, well, he what was is like a hardcore that... gangbanger and all about drugs and money and all this stuff. And then he dedicates his life. Now he's older than me. He's like almost dad's age. Mm. And he all he does now is talk about uh, people like he's writing his wrongs or whatever. He's just, mm. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. I really couldn't tell you. He's my favorite. Like, what song was it that you were like, wow, this really means a lot to me? All of them. Is there, like, a specific album that, like, wow, that well, was Well, uh, it on changes on a weekly basis because he has, like, 20 CDs and I listen to them all the time. And so my favorite ones, they transferred through. Yeah. Maybe what I'm going through or whatever, but they transferred through. Mm. See what else helps me through life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Is that messed up? No, it's not messed up at no, all. I actually feel a... like that's like how that's how I picture NF, really. Like I Except I he doesn't like... make a lot of music. So like the guy that I like, he makes a lot of music. And he doesn't make no money. And it's all like pennies on the dollars for free online. Like yeah. he just speaks his mind. Mm. Kinda like Keith Wallace, same kind of deal. Yeah. I really like him a lot too. I really like him. But he's, like, super political. But at the same time, it's like I just respect the shit out of him because he stands for what he believes in. And he won't budge, you yeah. know? He doesn't care. Yeah. He's talking about Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter f- fucking three years before even the movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He really does. Go look at his YouTube videos and listen to him, And they talk about shit two years before even this movement. And he's like, fucking. You almost wonder if he's like part of the fucking plan, you know? Like, no, no, no. These but are obviously his, he's not. These are his lived experiences. He's yeah, like, he's telling you authentically, like this is the thing that I've lived, and he mm. just says it, and that's why it's so compelling because you're like, wow, dude, you're not joking. Yeah. Do you feel like it's like this speaking his truth, like he's, you know, laying down truth? Yeah, I stand behind him. If I met him in real life, dude, if he told me to do something, I would do it, dude. Like a fucking, he's a goddamn leader, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't do that to nobody. Mm. Yeah. There's this essence of validation and being seen that is really, honestly, extraordinary that like music can bring out. What do you think you resonate the most with with these artists like what do you feel like they point out the good in you or they bring out like maybe your heart's desire or or they name your pain yeah maybe yeah maybe validate maybe validate and see you like what is it that what helps you feel so compelled to stay with an artist mostly music i listen to is talking about real life and not a fake life that Mm. you wish you had and 
and a lot of it's downs and a lot of it's about climbing out of those downs to make yourself a better person. Yeah. So it's hope. Is it hope? Uh, yeah. yeah. Hope is um a very common word in a lot of uh songs I listen to. Yeah. Really? I like that's that. That's a that's probably a pretty common one. You you said drugs or? and violence and sex and everything is also very common. Yeah. But that's also very common in everyday life. Yeah. I don't know where you grew up from or whatever, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty common. It's like there's this heartbreak. Um back in the eighties, drug, sex and violence was like the theme of the USA. Yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah. Drug, sex and rock and roll. We all like <laughs> it's a statement. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so to go against that is going against America, you know what I mean? Yeah. But there's also a step above that to leave that area. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Just I don't even to... know why the fuck you girls are interviewing me. Uh, because you're so complex and you are so... It's really funny. You are like this huge heart encompassed in like this body that like is real tough. But like you're just <laughs> a huge heart and you're so yeah. complex. And so like... I just I wanna I wanna hear you like share your feelings because it's so good. I feel like every time you send me a song, you're sharing your feelings, and so like I want to talk about those songs. So and I those send personal songs them. to personal people, and I send it to lots of people. But I send I send ones that mean personal things to personal people. Yeah. And sometimes I send the same song to personal people because I feel I relate to all of them. Yeah. But sometimes I send one to Dalton. Sometimes I send one to Shelby. Sometimes I send one to Goose. I don't even know if he listens to him. Because he doesn't heart my reaction or some shit like <laughs> you girls do. Oh, I'm double tapping that and hearting it every time. <laughs> but um, the whole funny thing is, dude, is I started posting my favorite songs on Facebook to begin with. And nobody was reacting to it. And then I stopped posting things on Facebook because people know my personality. And then people were like texting me as like, how come you haven't posted a video in a while, dude? Like I haven't seen a good music. I haven't seen uh, heard any good music in a little bit. And I had it come from like 15, 20, 30 people. Yeah. And it was like, wow. Like if I was a whitewashed white girl from fucking or some university or something, dude, mm-hmm. like I would be offended because you aren't liking my shit, but everybody's listened to it, mm. but nobody's reacting to it. But at least the message is getting reached, you know what I mean? So when you send a song specifically to a certain person, is it because that song reminds you of them or... Yeah, or I feel like it could help them grow. Mm, Like maybe you see like a a piece of them within the song. Yeah, because a lot of stuff I listen to, like some of it don't even relate to me because they stand behind what they believe in and they talk about like... Real shit. Yeah. And then it was like this, 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 and all of a sudden I'm like, God damn, that sound like Carissa on that line. <laughs> one line right there, dude. I don't even send it to you one line, but one line in that whole song, dude, is the whole reason I even sent it to you. Yeah. Oh, cute. I love that. Yeah. And it goes the same for you. It goes the same for Dalton, Goose, Jaden. Okay, well, you, you said one thing. You said something along the lines of not knowing why you're here. And I just maybe wanted to clear up for some of our listeners that Tyson is my older brother. And when I was born, my mom and dad were divorced. 
they got back together. No worries. But when I came in, so I was the youngest at the time. We do have a little brother that's younger than me, but he's the caboose. He's about 10 years younger than me. So there were four kids and it was Tyson. Jaden my... wasn't um, the caboose. He was the accident. Oh, he's the accident. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we were like in my a perfect mom... world. He would never existed. Thank God he's here, though. Yeah, he's so great. But hold on. So like my mom being a single mother was having a hard time keeping track of all of the kids. And so Tyson was the, the oldest and I was the youngest. And so my mom paired the two of us together and then the two middle kids together. And that's super true, though, too, because I was I had a. Do you think that you are the exception or do you think you are the rule? I don't know what that means. Exception or rule? Yeah. Do you think you're the rule? Like, do you think you're the norm or do you think you're the exception to the norm? Um, I think both. I think yeah. that I am normal and at the same time I think that I think outside the box and – all the time when I talk to people, I think that they should think like I do. Mm-hmm. But I don't ever, ever force my opinions on somebody and make them think like how I think, unless you're a personal family. <laughs> As he points directly at me. Because <laughs> I would never put that weight on you to think like I think when you should think like your own. Yeah. Okay, wait, let's go back to that. Why did you point at me? Like, what does that mean? Because I've said things to you in the past. Like what? Like, uh, I've, okay. I've taught you. <laughs> He's put me in my place. <laughs> I've taught you things where I came from personal growth, and I taught you that that is unacceptable. When on a, one of the, my coworkers or whatever, for say, you could, you could do any, any in, instance where I would not say that to that person. Tyson, do you want to know something that you taught me that was really big? Yes, I do. You want to hear that? Uh-huh. Well, it's a lesson to me. So, ooh, I might get a little emotional. I know, it's okay. I already Hold did. It's okay. Don't cry on me, Tyson please. needs um, all the emotions. It's okay. So, one of my good friends was involved in a car accident. Christian. Christian was involved in a car accident on my birthday. It was on your birthday? I never knew that. So a lesson. I just remember being in my room and crying and feeling really hurt and sad about maybe the loss that like I was experiencing at the time. And you came into my room and you wrapped your arms around me and you said, take the time that you need. Like loss is hard. And you said, I love you. I'm here if you need anything. Our family's not really one to, like, open up about emotional experience. No, we, we don't do that shit. But it was really cool to me that you told me to take the time that I needed. Um, and mostly I felt seen and validated because I know that's something that you've experienced as well. How do you feel like you take time for yourself? For myself? Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. I've had a lot of friends that have died. Everybody knows that, that knows me. Everybody knows that, that knows me because 
They also knew those people? Yeah, I don't know how to explain that. People die all the time. You get in um, any situation, any family, and somebody gets addicted to heroin. You get in any situation with any family, dude, and somebody's addicted to pills. Any family, and somebody's uh, catching cancer with this breast cancer or skin cancer or fucking full body fucking cancer till you fucking die. There's um, there's all kinds of fucking people die. And it sucks. People you love die. People that you um picture yourself growing old with die. It's um a hardcore thing to imagine, especially if you're young. If you're like under twenty one or twenty five or like it's so incapable of like like you having kids with a girl. And then imagine your wife getting breast cancer and just dying. Or imagine your husband getting lung cancer because he smokes cigarettes and dying. Like, people die, like, all the time. It's so inappropriate, but so acceptable. Like, when people bitch about their problems to other people, and they're like, Oh, yeah, cool. And it's like, you can't fucking relate. You know what I mean? There's no fucking way. You can't relate to that shit. Like, if you haven't been through it, and then the whole thing is, is if you haven't been through it, it's like a whole fucking, like, movement. Like, if you haven't been through it, then you can't judge anybody that's been through it. Like, if you can't been through somebody that grew up on housing and food stamps and all this shit and he can't even get a ride to school and he drops out of school and if you're gonna judge this motherfucker because he's selling drugs because it's the only way that he's gonna make money then how the fuck are you gonna judge this guy because the system has brought this upon him how are you gonna judge somebody on something that you've never known I'm very passionate about that shit. Yeah. I'm very passionate about people's personal experiences and how they don't affect you at all, but they affect this person's life so bad that he's contemplating suicide. You know what I mean? Like, this is a real problem in America. And I don't even know about outside America because I don't, I've never really toured the world. But there's a big problem in America, could be the whole world, of people that they have these problems and there's no there's no way like there's there's self help for breast cancer awareness and everybody's got a goddamn ribbon on their fucking car. But there's no shit for like fucking people not even personal experiences, but people that don't have a dad around. People that um their go-to is drugs, dude. Their, their go-to is drugs is a very personal experience for me. But it's it's a battle. There's there's all kinds of shit. Uh, like, I don't even want to... Like, I could talk and talk and talk on this for fucking hours. Like, it's so ridiculous. That there's, like, no help 
for like somebody that fucking has to work god forbid 40 hours a day which is in my eyes a part-time job but you have to work your whole life until you die until you're 65 but fuck that i gotta work 65 70 hours a week in the summer and then in the winter time i work 40 hours dude and that's my downtime dude like fuck i gotta work a normal job i feel like that's all i want to say okay i feel like i'm done talking <laughs> okay you can be done i feel like i'm drunk ranting <laughs> i feel like i'm drunk listening <laughs> I feel like uh, half the shit I say is going to offend somebody. Maybe. Yeah. Boo fucking who? <laughs> Life sucks. Yeah. yeah. Life is hard. Full circle. I think that's all the songs that you send me are like people talking about like how life is really How hard. life sucks. Life is hard. And, and you said at the beginning, everyone says like, man, the music you listen to is really depressing. I listen to the songs and I like. I do. I've had multiple people tell me, and I send them songs or whatever. I have multiple people text me back. They said, "Your music is depressing. Life's fucking depressing." I hear the songs that you send me, and I feel like. I do feel heartbroken. I like literal tears, and I like. I'm gonna send him back a message, and he's gonna be like, "Shit, Chris is so cheesy," and I can't help it. But I do. I hear that, and I was like. And I think all the time, like, we have to do something about that. We have to do something about that, right? We can't ha- like, how many more Keith Wallace's can we have walking around? How many more NFs? Well, can we the have whole walking around? the whole thing about all these defense? guys is it's self help, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you have to fix yourself. How do you do mm-hmm. that? How do you do that? I fix myself through music. Yes, mm-hmm. but. If you don't listen to music that fixes yourself and doesn't relate to your lifestyle, then you have to fix yourself. There's no there's no fucking way around it. Like you have to fix your own problems and there's not a goddamn person out there willing to do it for you unless it's your personal mom or dad or brother or sister and even then are you even going to open up to your problems? Do you? No. You have to fix yourself. Yeah. You have to do it by yourself. And you have to be strong-willed and you have to fix your fucking self. Yeah. So That's you the bottom line. So this is like taking me back to like Eminem, like you know that song. I think it's um what song is it? He says for all them people who sit in their lives who like they listen to music and they sit and they vibe. What song oh, is this? Oh, it's um Sing for the music. That song, sing, yeah. right? Like this Sing is for what, the moment. Yeah. Takes me back to that. I think it's Curtain Calls the name of that album. Oh yeah, that's exactly what it is. But but that's the magic of music, right? Like it says, like, hey Tyson, life is hard, and you're not alone. Also, hey, your mom's beating you. Hey, your daddy's raping you. Hey, all this fucking crazy shit. And then Eminem's offensive. Okay, well, there's a lot of people going through this shit. So why is it so? against everything that he's speaking like eminem is an outraged angry person mm-hmm. sometimes at a certain time in my day that's the kind of shit i want to listen to you know what i mean yeah 
Yeah. Like somebody that is outraged about something. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite artists or uh, authors, her name is Dr. Shafali Sabari. She says she loves the black sheep of the family because the black sheep of the family says, hey. It sees all the negatives in your whole family. Yeah. And I'm, and and I'm going to act out until we fix this problem. Can you problem. imagine like growing up in a family? Like, let's say you grew up, we live in Utah, right? It's not normal, like the whole world thinks, but it's there that polygamy is here. Can yeah. you imagine growing up and polygamy in this family, and then you're a 14 year old daughter and you're sold for like 200 cows, and you're given to a guy? That gets to just fucking rape you whenever he wants because he's your property now. Like, that shit is real. Yeah. Like, they need some girls to come out and rap about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah, real. Yeah, they do. For real. Yeah. Rap about your fucking problems. Yeah. But what is rap? Rap is just no, writing a poem, right? Is I consider it poetry. So, yeah. do you ever write poetry? Do you ever sit in? No. <laughs> Maybe in my head. You do. Okay, one day when you get enough guts and courage built up, you should send me a poem you've written. I'll send you. know you. I'm gonna cry. You know I'm I'll gonna send, send you a cheesy, poem, te- a cheesy text back. I'm gonna be like Tyson, that was so beautiful. But the whole but problem I mean is, is if it can relate to you. Yeah. Because that's what poetry is. It relates to people. And so I could write whatever the fuck I want. Um, One of my best friends, Josh Holmes, he always talks about when I was younger. And he says that my goal in life or whatever, when I was to grow up, he goes, I always thought you would be a poet. He goes, I always thought you would write literature. Because... It's not even about what he believes in. It's because I stand behind what I believe in. Yeah, I think that's the difference between, like, dropping into... Like, when people stand by what they believe in... Let's take Keith Wallace, for example. Like, he believes in what he believes in, not because of something outside of himself telling him to believe in something, but because of something Personal inside life of himself. Mm. Yeah, and so that's the difference, right? Like, something that's coming from inside of yourself versus something coming from outside of yourself. Yeah, not somebody your brother told you. Yeah. Ooh, you know what? I like what that you just said that because sometimes like we find our beliefs by going against well, what we were taught. Well, you get influence from friends and family. Don't get me wrong. For oh, sure. absolutely. If you don't have friends and family influence, then you're a fucking tool. Because you connect to people that you Ooh. believe in. Yeah. And when somebody believes in something, let's say I'm hanging out with somebody and then they believe that they're vegan and they don't want to kill animals and they don't want to be doing that shit or whatever but that doesn't mean i have to be vegan yeah right yeah and that doesn't mean that we can't be friends because i'm not vegan what does empathy mean to you like when people talk about empathy like how do you picture that or like how does that feel to you like mm. what is empathy empathy to you? yeah like compassion for a person struggling or some shit yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Tyson, you are the most empathetic person I've ever met in no, my whole entire life. No, you need to fix yourself. No, Tyson, you are you are the embodiment of empathy. Even Shelby explained that like when she talked about like she was going through a moment of loss and that was really hard and scary for her. And well, you, that's because she's my felt, sister. Tyson, I'm not I your sister and I felt that thing from you. You have friends who have like felt that, that deep 
connection from you. Like that is that is who you are, dude. Mm. That is who you are. No, I love. I that wish it. I had a verse to one of the songs because I can't remember the exact Which lyrics. Which one? Is it an NF one? Because I might have it. No, in front it's of a me. Keith Wallace. And he's like, um, people talk. I I don't know the exact wording, but he's like people talking about. You feel one way about something, but you walk by a homeless man on the street and you roll up the fucking window because you don't want to hear it. You don't want to feel his empathy. You don't want to feel his pain because you want to wish that that ever happens to you. And if it does, you're going to be asking for help and nobody's going to fucking help you. Nobody's going to fucking help you. Somebody might give you a buck or two or whatever, but I don't know. Is government going to help you? Is fucking homeboy George that you meet at the gas station going to help you? Next time you go out, dude, and you go to the gas station or the supermarket, and you walk down and Karen's in the fucking aisle getting fucking her avocados or whatever, do you think she, she gives two shits about you? You think humans really give a shit about human life? Well, you know what I'll tell you is that I know that Tyson gives two shits. Yeah. Well... I don't believe the average person cares. Okay, Tyson, I have one last question for you. And I want a real honest answer, so if you have to sit and think about it, that's fine. But I want to know what you feel like your soul's purpose is on this life. What do you feel like, like for me, for example, as scary scary as it sounds, is I feel that I'm here to teach. What are you here to do? I'm here to teach my kids right from wrong. I'm here to give my kids a better life than what I had. Mm. And that's a true story. When you have kids, it's all about giving your kids a better life. And that's what it's really all about. And then I get mad sometimes and I say some bullshit. But it's all about... My kids having a clear perspective on what life's really about, dude. And I hope that passes on to them. And then I tell them all the time. But I can tell they're a little clear-headed because they're young. But I hope that shit sticks when they're a little bit older. That's the truest shit I ever said. I think that's beautiful. We just want to share a big thank you to everybody who helped make this episode possible. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Drop into our DMs. You can find us on Instagram at I totally relate pod. Or you can share your feedback and insights with us at I totally relate pod at gmail.com. We totally want to get to know you. See you next time. Peace out. We got to end this podcast, though. So. <laughs> Why? So you're going to cry? That was a great spot. You can cry if you want. I ain't going to cry. Well, I am. I've been crying this whole time. <laughs> wow. Cool. Well, How so. do you feel? I feel good. Me too. I feel like I just hung out with you guys and I don't give a fuck about these microphones. Dude, I loved it, man. I'll that's tell you this exactly shit any day of the should. week. I knew you would. That's why I wanted Except to. That's why I wanted you to be here. One thing you said that I disagreed with. What? Is, oh, sorry, Mike. Oh, God. Don't <laughs> be a pervert. Like, I was coming through. <laughs>
<laughs> don't bring up abortion, dude. We're getting into politics. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, Is you said I'm not an artist, and I was like, I don't know. Like, in my, I might have a vague. Well, I might have like a vague definition of what an artist is but i think you're an artist in your own way and i feel like i'm not it, an artist i think what? you, are. you have it always been an artist definition of artist and i feel like people if you give like me a microphone to... i can't sing music and if you give me a piece of paper i can't draw he... a fucking picture i yeah, totally but that's where i'm wrong is the thinking that art is only uh, a definition that is required if you have a pencil art. or a microphone art is life or... bro yeah <gasps> and that's what i'm saying and i'm and that's what i was Art is life. Is your your opinion and your so I could I could argue art. with you tomorrow and say I am an artist, but I'll tell you I'm not the artist that the public thinks I am. You're your artist. You're you, and you want and you and you know what you don't. You like? know what's funny is every artist. single human being in on this earth is an artist in their own fucking way. Yes. Oh my god, I wish yes. that we were still recording it because like it, I, is. it is. I believe that like our soul's natural set point is like we are here to create. Like we are creators. Well, like creating that's, is the only thing that life is gives, art, gives dude. Me accomplishment exactly, that makes me feel fulfilled. It's the, or like I'm doing something productive. Yes, it, like and it comes out in a lot of different ways. I mean, even setting up the microphone. It comes out I in like, your music, bro. Or yeah, <laughs> or or that. But I mean, like, but but even more than that, I don't think my music is like necessarily what. No, you know me. the whole thing, Tim, is you don't think that your music is very powerful, and your music has, has affected more people than you even realize bro oh. it goes I, I outside agree. people of friends of friends of friends of friends and you, you have touched people yeah. across this whole state yeah and so i'm not saying it's gone farther than that but maybe but you have touched people like forever bro oh your, your music is amazing dude thanks <laughs> you know why because you talk about real life and you don't talk about fucking bullshit I talk about my own experiences. What if you had a manager and says, hey, Timmy, I need you to talk about gas prices, and you don't fucking give a shit about gas prices. Yeah, the problem is the gas prices are going up. You can say the same about president, about a fucking senator, about all the shit. You're talking about shit you don't really fucking care about. Well, there's just so much information. Talk like, about what you're passionate about. But that's, like, bro. what I think, yeah. though, is, like, I think that, like, our soul's natural set point is creation. Like, I yeah. think that's what we're here to do, whether that's conceptually or physically or spiritually creative. Like, I think that conversations are creative. I think that thought processes are creative. Yeah. You I, know? Really think, I think the Timmy the Teeth is creative. Timmy the Teeth oh. is creative. And yeah. I'm a fan, bro. We're a fan. Hey, I'm a fan of yours. Hey, Grandma, what's it like? <laughs> We didn't even need all of this. Shelby. Yeah. You I feel like I, I, feel like I got to know Tyson a little bit. Amazing. Look at me. I thought that was great. Love you. One of my favorites.